Good evening, Aristotle. This is a, a very, very special opportunity. First, first and foremost, uh, this, is, this is tremendous. I wanted to uh, especially thank our amazing hosts, Ayani and Alfred Sun, for putting together a really, really special evening. Uh, we know that this, uh, this incredible schut is being done uh, we should have a tremendous amount of refuah for him, for all Koleam Israel, Bezrat Hashem Bekarov. Okay. So, uh, we have been doing this initiative now uh, for a few, a few months, uh, which I'm excited about because it's different. Uh, we're talking about Midot, right? It's not Parashat Shavua, it's not Halakha, it's not about the Chad. Uh, we're trying to dive into Midot. And so every, so far, every lesson that we've begun, uh, I've started with the same source. To explain why, why did we do this? Why is it important? Why did we, Dabka, choose to begin our learning uh, every month with the idea of Midot? And so if you look in source number one, the Baal Netivot Shalom, the son of a Rebbe, I think puts it in very, very specific terms that, that really have hit home. He says, and to understand why midot specifically are the root for our connection to Hashem. I can tell to you, take a tree that has a lot of fruits, has a lot of branches, that all of the source of life for those fruits and for those branches comes from where? From the Shalashim, from its roots. What, what can you see when you see a beautiful tree? What do you always see? You see the branches, you see the roots. You see the, the roots? No, they're the part that's hidden. They're the part that's under the ground. And he continues right under. says, Now let's get a little deeper with this mashal. What happens when the tree, when the branches are a little dry, a little wilted, maybe going bad? What do you do? You trim them. You fix them. You bring a gardener and he'll, he can fix the branch. But what happens? But when one of the roots goes bad, when one of the roots is rotten, what do you have to do? You've got to uproot the whole tree. So that is the mashal, the son of a Rebbe says, you know, the anafim, the perot, the branches and the fruits, they're like the mitzvot. Sometimes we don't do every mitzvah perfectly. So we can fix it. Maybe I don't do Shabbat well enough, okay, I could improve. Maybe I don't do Lashon Hara that great, so I could improve. There's, there's things, I could bring the gardener, I could work with myself a little bit, a little bit of self-improvement. I trim, I figure it out, I can fix it. But if my midot are rotten, if my humility has a gone, if my arrogance, my ka'as, my anger, any of those, that's a shorash, that's a root. That's something I have to get much deeper about. I have to be much more concerned about it. He says, before you think about Torah, before you think about mitzvot, you have to be so sensitive with how we work on our midot. The midot are the roots. They're maybe what we don't see. They're under the ground, but they're our source. And so with that, we entered the conversation of the midah of the month. There's a, there's a sefer that was written over a thousand years ago called Sefer Hayetzirah. We don't actually totally know who the original source of the sefer is, but we can trace it back to before the Mishnah. And one of the things that it does is it talks about every month and the yichud of that month. 
And he talks about every month has a letter that's associated with it. Every month has a midah that's associated with it. And an animal that's associated. So we, we've been picking the midah every month of that, of that month. So adar is a little easier to figure out. Adar is simcha and schok, which means happiness and laughter. So I wanted to dive a little bit into this, into this midah. You'll see in source number two, where do we know this concept? Mishenichnas Adar Malbin Besimcha. There's a Mishnah Masechetani that says, actually, what's the source? Mishenichnas Av Mema'atin Besimcha. When we start the month of Av, what is the mitzvah? We're supposed to decrease our happiness. Av, the month of Tisha B'Av, the destruction of the temple, so many horrible things happen to the Jewish people. We actually have a mitzvah, right? We call it the nine days, the three weeks, the Shavua Shachavo. We decrease in our simcha. However, the Gemara then after that says, just like Hashem shemichnas ab mimaatim besimcha, kach mishenichnas adal malbin besimcha. Just like we decrease in happiness as we enter the month of ab, so too in the month of adal malbin besimcha. So this is an interesting statement. There's a few implications in the statement. Number one, malbin besimcha. We have to do something to increase our happiness in this month. So number one, there's something we have to do. What is that? But what is it that I do to increase happiness? How do I have happiness? How, do I, how am I commanded to exude some type of emotion? That's number one. Number two is, there's almost an implication in that it's something easy to do. So be happy. I don't know, go to, uh, go to a Nets game. That's probably not gonna bring you much happiness these days. But, but, but you could do things. There are things that I could do, a good restaurant, a good, I don't know what. It seems like an easy thing to do, to bring happiness, right? So, that question wasn't just asked by us. The Rambam says it in a very, very special way. The Rambam, in Pirkei Avot, it's inside. Um, there's too many texts. I'm going to keep going back and forth from the text. I only show the text so you don't think I'm making stuff up. But if you want, you can look inside. The beginning of Pirkei Avot, the beginning of the second parak, Perik Vat Mishnah Aleph, says that we have to choose our path. And then it says, What does that mean? There are mitzvot. You have to be careful to do your mitzvot. The same way that you do an easy mitzvah, you should, the same way you do a, a difficult mitzvah, so too you should do that for the, small, for the easier mitzvot. So right away, the Rambam and everybody just says, well, what does that mean? You have hard mitzvot and you have easy mitzvot? What's a hard mitzvah and what's an easy mitzvah? You can see it in source numbers three and four. The Mishnah is source number three, but then the Rambam, in his commentary, says, hold on, what is a mitzvah kala? What's an easy mitzvah? He says he, he twists the word a little bit, he fixes it. Because the Mishnah is not telling you that they're easy mitzvah and hard mitzvah. They are mitzvot sheyachshovba. You might think these are easy mitzvot. Superficially, to the naked eye, it seems like this mitzvah is a little bit easier. And what example does he give for a mitzvah that one might think is easier? He says, there's two mitzvah, I'll give you an example. Simcha taregel, we have a mitzvah, v'samachta bechagecha. On the holiday, we have a mitzvah to be sameach. And the midat ha'shona kodesh, speaking Hebrew, learning Hebrew. And you should do them just like the hard mitzvah. So what are the hard mitzvah? Greeks, milash, mitat ha'pesach, shitzit. So just like you know the Brit Milah is a big deal, it's a big mitzvah, it's hard to do, you have to be, have a mohel who's really, really trained. Just like that, you may think that simchat regal, that being samach is an easy one, but let me warn you, it's not an easy one. 
So he's giving us another one. So what, what's the chidush here? So I want to tell you a chidush, and we're going to see it in the Rambam, how he says it. But a chidush that I never forgot. There's a pasuk that we say often, that David Melech wrote in Tehillim. You'll see it on the next page, in the next source. We say it all the time. Zehayom, Asa Hashem, Nagila Benisnachabo. Right? David Melech says, Zehayom, this is the day. We're supposed to be happy on this day. Zehayom, Asa Hashem. What is Asa Hashem? Hashem made this day. Nagila Benisnachabo. What does that mean? To be happy and rejoice in it. Here's a hard question. Ready? What's both? What's in it? What's it referring to? The day. Zehayom. That's how I read it my whole life. I don't like I read it the same way. Zehayom. Asa Hashem. This is the day Hashem made. Nagila Misachobi. Be happy in it. So I was corrected. I was told I'm reading it wrong. I never forgot it. From one rabbi in Yerushalayim. He said, Bo is not referring to the word Hayom. Imagine I have a smart boy right here. The Zayom, Asa Hashem, Nagila Benismecha Bo. The word Bo is on Hashem, not on the word Yom. Zayom, and what's the Nafkamino? What's the difference? The difference is that I could be sitting at my Shabbat table and I have a beautiful family and they're all dressed for Shabbat. And we have a beautiful meal here. And everything's beautiful, it's perfect. And we all came together and we're laughing together. And we're eating together. And I might think that's the simcha. I might think that just bringing everybody, look, we're all happy. He says, whoa, don't forget. There's a, there's a fine line you're missing here. If you can do all that and show your family in that moment that it all comes from him, then you've accomplished simcha taychad, the simcha tayom. If I forget that piece, of making sure that we all understand where is this coming from because I have the danger of sitting at the front of the table and thinking, wow, look at this food, look at these clothes, wow, look, I work so hard, look what I can provide. Look what I'm doing in this world. I can have a different type of simcha that I think it's coming from me. Since there's a fine line, it's the same view, it's the same image, but the only difference is, is it, hold on a second, let's make kiddush. Hold on, I said, Kiddush, come, come, come. I know you're hungry. Let me give you a bracha to my children. Oh, wait, after the bracha, hold on. We have to do a mutzi. I know, I know. Another second. Let's remember where it comes from. That's where my rhythm is coming from. I'm teaching my children every moment, hold on. It's a lot of simcha. But the simcha, the source of it, is that I know that it's all coming from him. That's the inyan of the simcha. You know, there's a, there's a, a very powerful idea. Sorry, the, the bracha that we make, the food that we make, is on what? Hamotzi lechem? Mina aret. You ever think about the meaning of, a, of those words? What kind of bracha is that? What do the words mean? What does Amotzilechaminarets translate for me? Show them what a proper education is. Took bread out of the ground. On a test, a hundred. What does it mean? I'm blessing Hashem. He took bread out of the ground? That's a funny, it's a funny thing to say. Says the Maharal, very powerful. Bread is the food that requires the most amount of steps to make. You have to plant, you have to reap, you have to grow, you have to harvest, you have to sift, you have to filter, you have to bleach. It just keeps going and going and going. Until you finally get the actual dough that goes into the oven and comes out, I did so much. I run a, a tremendous risk with this bread. The risk that I run is because I had to do so much, I may think I was the one that created this bread. So when I say the bread and I open the, I put the challah in front of the whole family and I say, I'm saying, hey, 
Let's not forget, who's the one that made bread come out of the ground? That's you, Hashem. I recognize that. I might think, God, I might think it was me. I might think, I might think it came from me. But he's saying, no. You look at your family at the table and listen to the Rambam add something so powerful. I know it's a long source. I'm not going to read it. I purposely put it in bold for the parts that are important for us. But he says, so no, how do you make Simchat HaRegel? How do I do the Simcha? How do I bring it? Source number five. Shivat Yimea Pesach, Shmonat Yimea Chag, seven days of Pesach, eight days of the Chagim, Sukkot, all of them, as soon as they have the do not allow the mourn them. You have to be happy. As he's about to say, the Chayav Adam Liot Vahen Samach, you have to be happy on these days. You have no choice. It's a mitzvah. Be happy. I'm skipping now to the next goal, Ketzad. So, how am I supposed to be happy? What am I supposed to do? Rambam, you're a Sefer Halakha. You're supposed to tell me the practical. Don't give me a Dvar Torah now. I want to know. What am I supposed to do? Haktanim, noten lahem kayot, legozim, children, what do you do? You give them candy. Right? You got to give them what they like. That's what makes them happy, right? Don't tell your children I said this. Danashim, what do you do for your wives? You have a mitzvah to buy your wife a new dress, new jewelry. Right? You heard that? <laughs> it's a mitzvah. It's an actual mitzvah. You go to your husband. You tell him, this is a mitzvah. The Rambam says it. The Gvarim. The Gvarim. What do we do for the men? The Gvarim. The men want meat and wine. Good wine, good meat. Because there's no simcha without basar and yain. But listen to this. You got all the fun stuff we passed. The next part is in bold. Listen to these words. When he eats and he drinks, when you sit down for a meal, he says, this is the part you're going to miss. You have to sit down with who? Who's the mitzvah? Where's the girl? Where's the orphan? Where's the widow? Where are they? Where's the anim? Where are the poor people? If you, if you close your door to your house and you walk in to eat, because he has a meal just with him, his children, and his wife. And he didn't take care of the poor? And to those who are depressed, who are sad, who have nowhere to go? not a simchat mitzvah. It's no longer simchat aregel. It's a simcha of his own stomach, his own physical desires. There's a fine line. There's a fine line that are on. Simchat aregel looks easy. It looks like I just have to have a, a nice table. It looks like I just have to prepare a beautiful meal. If you forget the ger, the yatom, the ani, if you forget the poor people, if you could close the door and walk into your house, and know in good conscience that there are people out there that don't have food, how can I sit? What am I teaching my children? What's where's my responsibility to my community? How can I sit at the table and eat? The simcha of the regal comes from the fact that I'm giving to others. Real simcha is not receiving, it's not eating, it's not being satiated. Real simcha comes from giving, from doing, from providing. That's it. Excuse me, that's real simcha. The very powerful Rambam. A very fine line. I'm going to move with you for a second. 
בשמחה לתורה.
my children are worried about which pizza is available on Uber Eats. Right? These are, these are the dilemmas we're having at our, at our Thursday night table. Where do I order from? I don't know if I have enough options. It's a different time. It's scary. The contrast. It's a scary contrast. Says Hashem, be very careful. Be careful of the good times. Because what happens when times are good? You're going to forget Hashem. Why? You're suddenly going to have the ability to build these beautiful homes. You're going to sell. Everything's going to, you're going to have theaters. You're going to have malls. You're going to have everything. These are going to be your concerns. This is going to be your daily life. What happens in such a world? The danger is you forget Hashem. The danger is that if you stop for a second, you may think, times are good. I, I did this. Yeah, Hashem's also here. He's part of the equation. He's somewhere here. He's somewhere in the background. It's hard to see him. It's a different time. What's the second mitzvah, by the way? I'll digress for a second. What's the second mitzvah? Uh, sorry, the second bracha that, that most accepted is also from the Torah. This is a hard one. It's extra credit. Birkot HaTorah. Right? Every morning we say Birkot HaTorah that allow for me to learn Torah. So that's the that's other bracha. Now here's, here's a really tough one. The bracha that I say for Torah, I say before I learn Torah, correct? The bracha in Birkat HaMazon happens before or after I after you. So the Kli Akars is a very powerful question. He says, hold on a second, you have two brachot here in the Torah. One, the bracha happens before the action, before I'm learning Torah. The other one happens after the action, after I'm eating food. Why? Either make it before or make it after. Why these two brachot, the only things that come from the Torah, one's before, one's after? Listen to this answer. The answer is, the bracha is placed where it needs to be to teach us where you may forget Hashem. When I'm eating, so before the food, it's not so hard to say a bracha. Okay, I may need to train myself if I'm not used to it. But once I sat down and I ate a whole meal and I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm heavy and I'm thinking, it's, you know, now I'm past. I, I've fulfilled my physical desires. I'm sitting. I'm, it's hard. It's hard to really sit down. You want to sit down, you know, long birkata. My zone is not even, I don't know why I washed, right? That's what I'm thinking. So Hashem says, after you eat, after that, that's where it's a hard thing. That's where the Yitzhar Har is going to get in your head. He's going to say, oh, come on, noon yada. You ate, okay? You said a bracha at the beginning, just chafif, move. When it comes to learning Torah, when it comes to spirituality, where is the Yitzhar Har? The Yitzhar is before I start. Why are you learning? Are you doing it for kavod? Are you doing it so that people will say that you're somebody who's knowledgeable? Are you doing it with your own agenda? Are you doing it Hashem Shamayim? Are you doing it Lishma? What's the reason? So when it comes to Torah learning, the Yitzhahara of connecting to Hashem is before. What's my motivation to learn Torah? Is it just about getting close to Hashem or not? That's my Yitzhahara, so I have to sit there. When it comes to eating, my Yitzhahara is after. After I fulfill my physical desires, that suddenly I may forget Hashem. That's the desire, that, that's the, 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 the risk, the risk we run. So in the Torah, we see the same, the same exact challenge. The challenge of simcha comes from a place of understanding where's Hashem in the equation? Where's Hashem in the simcha? There's no better place, no better place to find this than in Megillah Esther. That is the whole idea of Megillah. With this, I'll go into the last section of the Shiva. The Megillah, you know who the only, only person in the Megillah who gets the term Sameach? Who's the only person that's called Sameach in the Megillah? 
It's in the sources. You can cheat. Not Esther. Do you think? The Yudin at the end. That's not a person. Who said that? Where? Aman. Right? It says Aman Yatsa. Samach v'tovleh. Let's look inside because you can't do this justice if you're not going to see it inside. So it says in source number seven, but in the second pasuk, pasuk ten, vayetze Haman vayomahu. Haman goes out on that day. Samach v'tovleh. He's happy. His heart is good. Everything's good. Why? Why is he happy? We have two reasons given. Why is he happy? One, number one, we know he's very wealthy. He's the wealthiest man in the town. The second was what happened to the pasuk right before. That's why I put it in here. Esther just invited him to a private meal with, with, with Kaini and him. I just got invited. So he's kabod now, too. I have wealth and I have respect. What else can, can a person ask for? Isn't that the, the recipe for happiness? I have those two things. What could be missing in my life? But what happens right after? What happens right in the pasuk? Then it, the Megillah didn't even let us finish a new pasuk. What happens right after? It says that he's happy. He walks out. Who does he see right outside? He doesn't get up and he doesn't bow down, as we know the story very well. Suddenly he's angry. He's so full of fury. Hold on. He didn't let the guy be happy for two seconds. He was happy at the beginning of the pasuk. By the end of the pasuk, he's already on fire. Well, what happened here? Megillah is giving us a very clear message. Hold on a second. What do you think? You thought wealth? You thought respect? You thought those are the things that bring happiness? You think you can have conditional happiness in the world? What happens? What happens? You just remove one of them and look what happens. You get full of fire, full of anger. You think that, that happiness comes from receiving, from others giving to you? You think it's a selfish act, happiness? It's not real happiness. Wait, it must be temporary. Something's temporary, it can't be real. It's too fragile. It's too fickle. Happens that, that, that way at the beginning of the Megillah too. What is, what is Ahasuerus trying to sell the world? Endless feast, right? Let's have a feast, all the best wines, all the best meats, all the best, everything you can ever imagine. I mean, the Midrashim go to such extents to tell us how beautiful it was. What are you trying to sell the world? Look, I could buy happiness. You could get happiness. Just eat, drink, and be merry. Right? That's his message. Look what happens in his own home. His wife won't listen to him. He gets angry. He kills her. He can't even, he can't even make his own homework, let alone the whole country. The whole thing falls apart. It's the same message over over in the Megillah. The question is, the, the, the message, I should say, is A, it can't be conditional. It can't be conditional. Conditional anything is not real. Conditional happiness, conditional love. You remove the conditions, you lose everything. There's a, there's a, a line I never forgot. Some of you, if you're, if you're more linguistic and deep, you'll appreciate it more, but it's a story that's close to my heart. Anybody here know who Roe Klein is? Roe Klein? No? Oh, wow. This is a... Uh, Roy Klein is, is a national hero. He's a hero of Am Yisrael. Um, he's a soldier. Got to be at least 20 years at this point. In Ali. Uh, so people know his story because he had one of the most heroic stories as an Israeli soldier. Uh, he's the one, you may remember the story, he was the general that jumped on the grenade to save the rest of his uh, platoon. And he screamed, Shema Yisrael, and it was 
I can't even get into it now because it's, it's a very emotional story. So everybody, everybody in Israel knows Rudy Khan. He's, he's really one of the uh, ultimate national heroes of South Africa. So people don't know about him as what a Tamil Chacham is. What people don't realize about him is that every day from 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock in the morning, he went to learn a daf And I saw his notes with over 3,000 dafim of the Marah that he learned from 4 a.m. to 5 a.m. every day before he went to the army base. So incredible, incredible. So I, I was once sitting in a room at this Rosh Hashiva. And it was Puri. It was Puri. And Rosh Hashiva gets very emotional talks about Rehikan because he's the one who learned it. They were Chavuta. And he said, I'll never forget the Puri. The Rui Klein walked into my Suda. Rui Klein walked into the Suda, and he was very inebriated, to say it later. But it's a different type of inebriated. It's not the inebriated that we have when we're having a party. It's inebriated with Tamid Chacham. He walks in very inebriated. And he said one sentence, and I've never forgot the sentence. It has a ring in Hebrew. And he said, Kol Misha Talui, Sefor Talui. What does that mean? Kol Misha Talui, anybody who is dependent on others, dependent, talui. So full your talui is at the end, will be hung. Aman, right? All of your happiness is conditional. All of your happiness is dependent on others. You needed, the, you needed social status. You needed wealth. You needed affirmations. You needed other people to look up to you, to bow down to you, to validate you. That type of person, that desire will consume you. At the end, it's done. That was it. What a powerful line. What, only the biggest tzaddikim can think of these lines. With that, I want to say this is the final case that you asked. So how do I get there? And how do we get there? How do we get to that type of simcha? What do we do? The message of Purim is not just to stop at simcha. It's to tell us how, how we get to simcha. We get to simcha, says the Megillah, the whole month of Adar, through tefillah. Tefillah is the source of simcha. Like everybody, everybody has the same source with Tila. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be poor, you could be rich, you could be nothing. Everybody can have the same, same direct line dasha. The problem with Tila that we all face, and certainly as children we face it, is, come on, are you really listening? How, how do my words really impact the world? I don't see this. I don't see how it impacts. I, I'm praying for things like that. I don't see an answer. It's not a simple one. It's not a simple question. the last part of the Megillah. The Megillah has a very, very powerful middle. If you look inside, you can see it at the last page. The middle of the Megillah says something you may miss. I missed it for many, many years. Mordechai goes up to Esther. And he says, Esther, you need to save us. That's it. We're at the bottom. There's no other way. He says, yes, I can. Then I can do more. I have nothing at my disposal. You don't have a choice. Esther, what are we going to do? She says, the only thing we could do is tefillah. Three days. Three days, we're going to pray non-stop. You're going to fast in your tefillah. You're going to za'akah. You're going to scream to Shemaim. For three days, don't stop. All of Am Yisrael. It was Pesach. You heard that the Midrash is a bait. Is a, we have to have matzah. She said, tipshim, fools. You have Pesach? You're going to fulfill this Pesach so we never have another Pesach for the rest of our eternity? What do you think? She's right. Only Pesach that Am Yisrael didn't keep ever in our history. So, three days only talking to Hashem. That's it. Perekei Pesuk Aleph. Look inside. Vayhi Bayom Hashlishi. On the third day. 
Rabbis are Spolanesic. We count days. Since when do you have to know the day? The Ibn Ezra says something, and a few others, the Chaim David Valley, a lot of Mefarshim, say something so powerful here. It was on the third day. Think about it. You're a stair, and you're going to go to Achashverosh, and you're going to appeal for the people. You want to find favor in his eyes, correct? What is, what's the one thing Esther has above everybody else? Physical beauty. You think, I don't know what you guys look like after a day of fasting. But at the end of Yom Kippur, I look around, it doesn't look too good. Right? But you think maybe, maybe after one day of fasting, I have a little bit of beauty. I have a little bit of something, something, maybe you can soften his heart. Okay, not the first day, the second day. You had a whole other day of crying and fasting and screaming. If I go on those first two days, Am Yisrael might think that it had something to do with me. She went on the third day to make it clear to everybody, to all of Am Yisrael, the only thing we have in this world is Tfilah. The only thing we have in this world is the one above. That's it. Game over. Don't think it's me. Don't think it's Mordechai. Nothing else. What we have is all of us in the room turning to Shammai and saying, Hashem, this is all we have. Three days. The Midrash says, she was so weak, she was so faint, the Malachim had to come and carry her there. She didn't have her enough strength to get to Hashverosh on her own. That's how faint she was. The physicality was not a part of the equation. Am Yisrael Sif. And at that moment, what happens? What happens right after that moment? Count three. Three days. Etbab, Kedzayim, Yudzayim. Yudzayim, Haman, Hung. The whole thing's over. What? How could that happen? Three days just like that? The whole thing's over? The whole Megillah flips at that moment. Everything is bad. Am Yisrael pray. She goes, the whole Megillah now is all simcha. It goes, miyagot, the simcha. At that moment. The entire Megillah is telling us one message. Tfilah. You want simcha? You want real happiness? Recognize where it's all coming from. Tfilah. Be vulnerable. It's okay. It's Hashem. He knows anyways. Open up. When it's real za'aka, I know it's hard. Oh, I'll tell you my person. It's one of my biggest challenges. Vulnerability. What, is it? what does that mean? I gotta, yeah, that's it. You've got to be a little bit vulnerable. You've got to turn to Hashem. You've got to say, Hashem, I got nowhere else. You know it all. I need you more than anything. That's the tefillah. That's kuri. It's the only holiday we have a fast day leading into it. And it goes, it doesn't end with a day. It goes till after the Megillah. It, the fast day takes us in. Why? Because that's the whole essence of the day. The whole essence of the day is to show us what Tani leads to. The Gemara tells us it's not a sad day, Tani that's there. It's not Yom Shei. It's Tani Shel Simcha, it's called. It's a happy fast. It's a fast where I remember that my prayers are going to change the world. Esther taught us on this day, your prayers can change the entire world. The entire course of the future of Am Yisrael has changed only because of one thing. Because your words have the power to create a new reality. That's all it comes down to. The, 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 the word Adar, by the way, Marvin Besimcha, the word Adar, the Chachamim tell us, Adar is Aleph, Aleph is Alifo Shalolam. Aleph is the, the letter that stands for Hashem. Aleph, Alifo. Alifo Shalolam is always the word. So you start with Aleph. Dal means God, live. Adal. You let Hashem, the Aleph, Dal, Betochacha. The more you can let Hashem penetrate inside of you, Malvin Besimcha, you'll have more Simcha. 
Mishenichnas Adal, when you let Adal, when you let Hashem, the Aleph, penetrate inside of you, that's the secret to Nogrim B'Simcha, the real Simcha. Yes, it's, look, I took my kids on a break, they had a great time. I take them to basketball, they're so happy. It seems happy, it seems superficially happy. Take them to go serve somebody food, they can't have food. Take them to do real chesed, it's a different happiness. It might not look like laughter, it might not look like, but it's real. It's real, it's gonna last and it's gonna stay a lot longer. It's real simcha, it's sustainable simcha. That's gonna come and go, you know why it's gonna come and go? Okay, it's winter break. How do I, how do I beat winter break next year? I always tell my kid, they peaked at 12 years old, right? How do, how do I beat this, this game? I gotta move my seats a little lower to the ground. How do I beat that? I gotta move down again. All fake stuff, it just, it's there to be beat. Because it's fake, because it's conditional. But when they go and they change another person's life, when they do something, when they do a type of chesed, it's something that penetrates for real. It's an investment in understanding, what are we doing in this world? What are we here for? You want real simcha and adar? Go out and do chesed. What are all the mitzvot of adar? Go out, what is it that the Torah tells Mishloach manot. It's all about doing for others. It's such a crazy day. Is there a crazier day? Getting in the car, you got a whole ten baskets in the back. Kids are flying, you gotta run, I got a ticket. It's nuts. Why? Why do we do this crazy? <coughs> they're, they're short on food. They're short on no. These are why? Because we're connected, because I gotta do for you. Because today I'm celebrating what I do for others, not what I get. Because today we drive ourselves crazy, crazy, crazy to teach my kids that it's not about us, it's about them. Even if it doesn't make sense. And we'll take the stuff we got at our house and we're going to keep giving it around. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. But why do we do it? Because, because that's what the day, the day is all about. It's chesed. It doesn't have to make sense. It's about what it does to us. What does it do for our family? What does it do for the children? What does it do for the community? What does it do for the world? That's the message. We let that penetrate. We let that tefillot penetrate our hearts. We open up to Shemayim. We turn to Him. We let Hashem adar. We let Him into our hearts. We let Him into our lives. All of our tefillot, for all the cholim of Am Yisrael, for the Gilulah Chorvah, Bezat Hashem, all of them will be answered. Amen.